You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am NCBA's Senior Director of Policy Communications. And joining us this week is Allison Rivera. Allison is NCBA's Executive Director of Government Affairs. Allison, thanks for joining us again. Happy to be here. Okay, well, the big news of the day in Washington, D.C., other than the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals having their victory lap around town yesterday, is the U.S. Senate's Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry Committee today marked up the 2018 Farm Bill. Uh, After the markup, uh, they finished the markup by voting on it. It passed with broad bipartisan support on a 20-to-1 vote, which is, of course, much different result than happened in the House uh, a few weeks ago where it was um, approved out of the House Ag Committee on a very party-line vote, and then it actually failed on the House floor um, in large part because of differences over how to handle the food stamp program, not so much policy differences on, uh, you know, the cattle industry or, or even agricultural programs uh, directly. So, Allison, I guess first off, how what how's the Senate Farm Bill look on the priorities that NCBA laid out uh, in what we want to see in a final farm bill this year? Absolutely. So when we took a look at this bill last at the end of last week, uh, we were pleased to see permanent authorization of a vaccine bank with priority given to foot and mouth disease. Uh, we were a little bit disappointed not to see any funding attached to it, but happy to see permanent authorization that shows uh, the support for the bank. Uh, comments were made today in the committee by uh, Senator Hoven uh, recognizing the, the need for that bank. And so we were appreciative of that. Uh, as well as a little bit of increased funding for EQIP and some flexibility on um, haying and and grazing on CRP lands during uh, times of uh, emergencies like we're seeing with the wildfires and and the drought across the country. So um, there are a a few items in there that NCBA has been pushing for, and we were pleased to see those in the package. Okay, so where do we go from here? Obviously, um, the House has to take another crack at passing their version um, the Senate, it, hopefully, the, the path is a little bit clearer when it comes to final passage on the Senate floor. Uh, what's it looking like on, uh, from a time frame standpoint on the Senate floor and, and when the House may take another shot at passing their bill? I think the positives today were that the markup started at 9:30 and it was over by noon. Was you know passed positively out of the committee, which again uh, puts us further down the path of of getting a farm bill by September 30th. Um, the uh, Senator McConnell was at the markup today, which was great to see. Um, And he did mention that he would like to get this bill onto the floor uh, before the July 4th recess. That is absolutely a positive in our minds. Um, You know, the hope is that the House will bring up the bill again next week. Uh, They've been in conversations um, to get the bill on the floor next week and uh, and hopefully get it passed. Um, at the end of the day, we need the House to move forward. Uh, the Senate is moving. We want to continue to see that momentum. Uh, we want to get to conference committee so we can work out some of the kinks. There's obviously a lot of differences between the two bills, uh, one being bipartisan, the other not as much. And so there's obvious some work to do. Uh, NCBA is ready to get the, the work going, and we got to do it before that September 30th deadline. Right. And of course, with that September 30th deadline looming, um, you know, we have a great government affairs team here in D.C. that is representing NCBA's priorities up on Capitol Hill every day. But there really is no other substitute for um, members of Congress and senators hearing directly from their constituents. So uh, if you can call, email, write them, talk about the priorities for the farm farm bill and how important it is to get the final product finished, 
uh, before the end of the fiscal year, September 30th. That's important. But, Allison, we also have uh, some some district work periods, also known as congressional recesses, coming up. I know the 4th of July is coming up. Um, there's an August, traditionally an August month-long recess that may or may not happen in the Senate. I think Senator McConnell said uh, they may cancel most of the August recess, but, of course, canceled recesses have a tendency to get uncanceled from time to time, so they may get that full district work period. Um, can you talk a little bit about the importance of just, you know, if, if members of Congress are going to, if you see that they're going to be in, their, in your local Fourth of July parade, for example, how, how important it can be just to make that one extra contact in person with your elected representatives when they're back home in your communities? I think the the best example of this are the field hearings that were held um, previous to both of these markups on the House and Senate side. Um, watching those hearings and listening to them, um, members continued to bring up, uh, I'm sorry, constituents continued to bring up to members the need for the foot and mouth disease vaccine bank. And I think you've seen a culmination of those comments and that pressure from the countryside, which has led us to the language being in, in both the House and Senate bill. So uh, remember to reach out to your members of Congress and the simple reminder of we've got to get a farm bill done before September 30th. I think that's probably the biggest talking point asking these members to come together, both House and Senate, to find some common ground so that at the end of the day, we can get this bill done. All right, Allison Rivera, thanks again for joining us. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef, contact your elected officials in support of the Farm Bill, and check us out online at beefusa.org, and follow us on Twitter at at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening. <laughs>